And welcome to the Etel Business Podcast for December 9th, 2016. This is podcast number 54. I'm your, one of your hosts, William Sellers. We have today with us Michael Faisley. Michael Faisley. Eric Malatesta. Jaden Kavanaugh. And we're back doing podcasts. We're going to start uh, kind of a, doing a little bit of a shift in the content that we used to do on some of the previous podcasts where we talked about a lot of consumer tech, a lot of um, you know stuff that's whether it's consumer tech or electronics or gadgets or tech lifestyle or things like this. Uh, we're still going to talk about that every once in a while, but our focus is going to be on more enterprise technology, right? It's going to be right. more uh, things that are we're doing in the data center, things we're doing in our in our um, other lines of business, whether it's telecom or or home services or things like this. Kind of like we're on, uh, bring it in a little bit. Uh, so with a new host, I kind of want to introduce the two new, the three new people. Of course, my name is William Sellers. Uh, I've been doing the podcast, I think, since episode number one. Uh, I'm a pre-sales engineer for our company, and I'm specializing in data center services. Um, I work with Eric and, and, and Michael. I've worked with you, Eric, for years. Years off and on. Actually, we met back at LSU in the early 90s. That's a long time a ago. A long time ago. This is 2016. So. I remember you when you had long hair. What? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, you were pre-kids. A hippie. Yes. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we've been with the data center for a long time and kind of have evolved with different products and things like this. Yeah, so, I, mean, I was working here when I came here. You were actually doing ESX support. I was. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long time back. It's been a long time back. So I'm glad to have you here uh, as a host. I think we're going to have some good, great content from things we talk about, whether it's disaster recovery or other things. I think it's you're, you've got a, good, a lot of good history and a lot of good knowledge to bring to the, yeah, to bring to the podcast. Yeah, fun. And then to your right – yeah, I got. Right. Will be Michael Faisley. Yeah. Michael Faisley over here, the hey, quiet how you one. Doing? <laughs> so, Mike, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I'm the team lead of the network infrastructure team on the data center side. <clears throat> um, we've just recently uh, completed the migration of the Bozier data center to Shreveport. Yeah, that was fun. Nice. That was yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> as a systems guy, I spent a lot of time with my network guys in Shreveport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of work, but uh, it's complete now and it's real nice. Well, so. I think speaking for all of us here and, and and possibly more people, we're glad to be out of the Bossier City Data Center. I think yes. we're in a much better facility now. Uh, we're in the old <coughs> Selman Brothers. Selber. 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 Pardon me. Yeah, Selber. very nice building actually down there. Beautiful. Selber Brothers uh, Milam Retail mm-hmm. store that has been renovated into a tier three three, three, three. data center. And uh, we have customers in there now, right? We've we've moved people in. Absolutely. Everyone from Bozier is now in Shreveport. Bozier yeah. is gone. Bozier is gone. Well, gone. The town. Can is Can we still say there. that again? G O N E gone. G- gone. <laughs> so that's cool. Well, Mike and and Mike was definitely key in helping us move over. Absolutely. All that all that networking and, and awesome. systems. Why don't you tell so. us who you are and how, what you've been doing for the last uh, ten years? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I started with Etel uh, about three years ago. Um, worked on the ISP side at first and mm-hmm. uh, probably about a year and a half ago transitioned over to the data center side and I've been here since. Um, before that, I was at LSU uh, working in the uh, ITS building, mm-hmm. working as a network analyst. Now, did you two ever work together at LSU? We did, did you not. Ever did. Never <laughs> knew each other? And so, so I left probably about the same time you started and was finishing college maybe. 2002 is when I left, and he was probably becoming a student and, and learning. I was point. in high school. <laughs> God, I feel so old now. <laughs> I feel so old now. <clears throat> so 
So, you know, we never worked together, but yes, uh, as you're alluding to, I also worked at LSU and I worked there almost 11 mm-hmm. years. Um, and then I went out and did some consulting for a couple different businesses and then landed here at Etel in uh, 2006. So, shortly after Katrina, when this place was growing very quickly. Yeah. So, and I've been here ever since. Were you here during Katrina? I was not, actually. Okay. So, okay. I was working. You were right after. I was working with a lot of, of our similar clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, putting people in your data center, but wasn't working here myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We I was here during Katrina and Gustav, and it was some crazy times. So, yeah, right. that's interesting. And then to your left, left. I can't see. I'm looking at you backwards, so I can't figure out left and right in my head anymore. So, to the left, we have Jaden Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. It's, it's an Irish name. Yes. I am the product manager here at Etel Business. I've been here for about three months. Um, Baptism by fire. I know, I know. Yes, indeed. Uh, I've had to learn a lot of new concepts because Mm -hmm. I came from educational publishing before. Similar work work product, but very different industry. So I'm happy to be here. Cool. And you're helping us manage products? I'm helping to research and package and price products and also translate products to the masses in a way. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Very she cool. has a pretty good team, too. She's got like three or four people in her little area that are working together. Yes. Yeah. We're yeah, a absolutely. solid team now. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Something cool. we really never had before. No, it's, nope. it's something no. that's definitely been needed. For, mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's going to help in getting the message out. I think one of the biggest problems we ever had was getting the message out <clears> on exactly <throat> what we are and what we do. Exactly. Yeah. It's very complicated when you go into your family dinners at Thanksgiving and tell yes. them what you do. Yeah. That's so funny. I was talking to the our what is Noah, our head of operations, yeah. and he was saying his family says he's in computers because he doesn't know what else to say. Yeah. That's all they they understand. So it is tough to explain. Right. Yeah. Well, it's good. Like you said, it's good to have to explain it to you know to, to our customers, especially our customers, right? Who who maybe are, are new to a type of technology or new to something that we're doing or have rolled out. So it's good to be able to. Um, have them, you know, to interpret that for them to where something they can execute on and, and, and reap benefit of the product that we're, we're, we're selling. Right? We've got to make it relevant. And we have to make it relevant. That's right. That's right. So speaking of making things relevant and talking about kind of where we're going, uh, again, you know, we're going to talk about business technology, you know, networking, SANS, cloud, uh, trending topics that are going on in maybe in the industry at this time, right? We might talk about VMware on AWS or something, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll do deep dives into these topics, right? Maybe have someone from Amazon come in and, and talk to us. Um, we're gonna and how do- we can use them together. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we're going to talk about some of the business product discussion that we've had, maybe deep dives of existing products we've already had, right? Maybe uh, Zerto and Veeam, which are products uh-huh. that, that are humongous out in the, in the industry. Uh, we want to make sure people understand what we're doing with them, how to leverage our products that are based on those those products, right? Uh, and then a detail, detail business announcements, right, where we talk about maybe new data center moves, as, as Mike was talking about, moving yep. from Bossier to, to, um, to Shreveport. We'll probably do a a section, right, a podcast just dedicated to the things that we talked about or the process of what it took us to move us from one data center to another, yeah. even though they weren't, you know, uh, geographically, you know, way, way far, right? It's still a lot of work to move that much storage, compute, networking over any distance, right? So we'll talk about that. Yeah. And we'll have a lot of material on that because not only have we – completed the Bossier to Shreveport move, but we're getting ready to upgrade the entire network here in Baton Rouge. Nice. 
Yeah. Nice. And I don't think that uh, geographical distance really matters <clears throat> when you're moving from a data center. When you're moving from one room to another room even, I mean, you're, when you're powering off things and moving them, you're powering off things and moving them. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. Right. You know, it's the same thing we have to deal with, whether it's across the world or across the river. Absolutely. Right? And then we're going to have, you know, I'd like to see us have, like, customers come in, right, where we do maybe customer testimonials or we talk about uh, customer success stories, someone who wants to come in and talk about maybe their experience with Etel Business and the products we, we deliver to them or the data center resources they consume, have them in come in and just talk candidly about their experience um, and kind of go from there, how we solve problems for this particular customer. Absolutely. Right? So um, some of the upcoming episodes that we're going to do, okay, you laughed at this one <laughs> that I was going to talk about, is, uh, and this will probably be mainly a lot of Jaden discussing this, right, is kind of we've renamed some of our uh, procs that we have. So some of our le legacy procs, we've kind of given a refresh. We'll never remember them. <laughs> no one ever does. We have does. a handy guide to help right. you. We have a handy guide. We're, we're going to print them out and put them on everybody's desk. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the business, some of the name changes, maybe some of the enhancements we've made to our existing products, and, and we'll talk about kind of what that new name is. I think the new names actually make a lot of sense. And I think these new names will, uh, again, better help the customer understand the product that they're buying, that they're, that they're consuming. And I think that's going to be good for us to talk about. Now, whether we do a complete podcast where we have 30 minutes of Jaden just talking, we no. may roll this into another, into two podcasts, right? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, yeah. We, we, can, yeah. we can add things to that, that, that same podcast. It won't be a big deal. Right, right. Uh, we're going to do – There's actually a lot of products, and there's a lot of products that have changed. Yeah. To have. Right. And there's new pro and there's and always there's new products. New products or new features that we're going to be gonna be you know, maybe rolling out or yeah. evolving. Mm -hmm. Nothing stays the same in the technology world that we work in, so we always have to have change going on. Um backup and recovery versus disaster recovery. Right? Or business products. continuity. And and yeah. you and I, uh, Eric, we spoke about this maybe a few maybe a month ago maybe right. or so yep. at the Louisiana Business Symposium. Yep. And uh, I think it's always a good topic to to bring up in people's mind, you know, obviously before hurricane season, right? But really, it's any time. It's interesting, you know, and I've been in the business, what, 26 years now. And it's interesting that when I meet people in the business, it's still one of the most difficult subjects and topics for them to understand and, and figure out what they want to do. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's complicated, you know. And so there's a lot of blur between business continuity and backups and disaster and what they mean and how to handle each one separately. Yeah. And, you know, that's absolutely right because me being in the pre-sales engineering role, I'm out talking with customers a lot. And I'll always ask, so what are you doing for disaster recovery? And they'll say, well, I have backups. And right. I was like, okay, well, that's, hey, that's great. You know, that's, that's part of the equation. But what happens if... You know, what kind of backups are you running? And, you know, how long does it take to you for you to do a restore? Which yeah, we can, can actually... get deep into the RPOs and RTOs yeah. and go over what they mean and, and how to utilize them correctly. Right, exactly. So that's uh, that, and that's going to be a really good podcast. That will be a dedicated podcast that we, we talk about. And then we're going to get into some of our new products. Um, Venue Backup, powered by Veeam and our Cloud Connect product, right? So Veeam yeah, is a... I'm proud of that. I, I am proud of that. Yeah, I think you are. I am. I think you're more proud of the the venue backup powered by Rubrik. I'm 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 proud of everything. Right? <laughs> it's a shiny new toy, right? It's something right. new we're rolling out. And and Veeam is an industry leader. I mean, Veeam has been around for years. <coughs> people in the industry have been uh, see. I need that cough button, Mike. Uh, people in the industry have been using Veeam for years. Um, they actually started out not doing a backup product. It was actually like a file copy 
um, yeah, product, and then it evolved into a backup product and replication. And so even so a forth. couple of years back, you and I met with some of them, and and we saw a lot of potential with how they could utilize cloud. If you remember, and, well, and at the time they weren't quite ready, and so we said, I, "Hey, when you get there, we're ready." I do remember. In fact, you and I were speaking with Joe Grimio, who right. is one of our local Veeam. He's not really local to Baton Rouge. He's out of I think Texas, hmm. but he's one of our local ish Veeam. Um, cloud architects, and we had talked to him like two years ago about what capabilities we could be be using bringing sol- these solutions to customers, right? We do have our existing uh, eVault-based backup product, which is still, you know, still a great application for what it does. It, you know, physical servers, virtual servers, SQL databases, Oracle, uh, Oracle Exchange. I don't know, did we have an Oracle plug-in for eVault? I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't think so. Um, you know, so and, and it's the catch-all for everything. It it is the um, kind of Swiss Army knife for backups, right? right. So yeah. it, and, and, oh, and AS four hundred, yeah, right. And, and look, honestly, there's some things about Evolt that are still, you know, leading and 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 beating out some of its competitors. So you're right. And one of the number one things it does well is the compression and the way it puts data onto a disk. Correct. And also, and, and, and exactly what you're saying, uh, how, how it actually stores those data over a long period of time. That's right. I actually think you're right in that it actually works a little better than some other products because if you're doing seven years of backups. Yeah, it gets kind of pricey. It gets pricey. It gets that. pricey, yeah. And we're going to candidly talk about the problems right. that we, we yeah. have with, with each, each one of them has a products. different set of problems. Exactly. And a different set of solve. Like solutions, yeah, exactly. So we'll do Veeam, we'll do Cloud Connect, which is something we're selling now. Uh, we want to we want to get more people on it because we think it's a great product. By the same token, we're also going to talk about Venue Backup powered by Rubrik, which is a completely different animal altogether. However, kind of similar, right? Right. Um, yeah, of course they they both work in the the VCR environment. They both attach to the VMs and they do their snapshots and they push the data off to a disk and then. After that, it's kind of how you manage the interface and manage the retrieval of the data. Right. And that podcast we'll have together. So we'll have the Veeam guy and the Rupert guy, and they'll put on boxing gloves, and they'll stand in that corner and just... Yeah. <laughs> what was that little game where you hit the button and they box? Uh, Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Rock'em Sock'em. We'll get them to do Rock'em Sock'em. That'd be great. I posted something online once. I was like, man, if just Rupert... What is it, like a chocolate and peanut butter? If they got together, it'd be like perfect. Kind of, kind of <laughs> go with that. Nice. Um, but anyway, so we'll do that. We'll look <clears> at those guys in there. We'll talk about... Um, Venue DR, different product line, uh, powered by Zerto. Right, this so a totally different solution there, right? Totally I mean, different solution. And, and some people will try to you know, fit it all in as one solution, but I think we can show them where DR and backups could potentially be two different things. Correct. And, and we've, been, we've been onboarding customers on this for a while now, and we've seen the product evolve, and it's continuing, continuing to evolve uh, where we think there's even more innovation coming from that company as it goes on, right? Yeah, we, Not, have, a, we have a few hundred terabytes of that. Wow, that much already yeah. so far? Cool. So, um, failover, fail back, test right. failover, you know, so we really, it gives a mobility to the VM. Spin right? up in cloud and do a complete test yes. with no downtime to your production. Imagine the old days of carrying your tapes into a cave and doing your... <laughs> you said you liked doing that. I never liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cold K for da- we actually had one of our data one of our uh, it wasn't was it a data center up in up in Springfield was it Springfield yes where it was actually it was in a cave eighty five feet deep eighty five feet deep yes. I think our next door tenant was like at Kraft yeah. is where they stored <laughs> cheese to like mature or something <clears throat> not mature where you age you age cheese you don't mature cheese but yeah yeah so anyway nacho cheese nacho cheese. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, these are all be, these are all topics that we'll bring up on on, on podcasts that are coming up. We'll talk about uh, one of the things that um, well, we're, right, we're right talking. You say you know moving into commercial data center, and that's when Michael will actually talk. Yeah, Michael needs to talk. <laughs> Michael's too damn quiet. Um, no, but we'll talk about pros and cons of being in a data center, right? Right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll go ahead and we'll talk about uh, what is a tier three data center? Why why is it important to be in one? What what do you get? What kind of benefits? Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be good. Um, Maybe interesting <clears throat> to have one of our construction guys here. Yeah. That is a great okay. idea. Yeah, and they can talk a lot about the how you get to be a tier three as well. Not just <clears throat> that we are tier three because there's a lot of effort that goes yes. into being a tier three data center. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, this, I don't. I don't really understand. And to be honest with you, I mean, I work in a data center, but I don't necessarily have gone through all the, the training and the understanding of what actually is a tier three data center. Even though I work for a data center company, is something that I don't think about day to day. Right. So that's something I would like to enjoy hearing, hearing more about. And kind of what are the different tiers? What is the tier one versus the tier two? Yeah, right? yeah we we we'll, we'll get some of them involved. And that has everything to do with the building and not the mm-hmm. actual network or you know storage or compute in the building. The building, the power. Yeah, yeah. The generators, mm-hmm. yeah. the yeah. Um, the how many electrical feeds are coming in Tra- from traditional city. infrastructure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cooling. Uh, we'll probably talk about the different data centers that we own, right? So yeah. our Baton Rouge, our two Baton Rouge data centers that are here uh, in the Baton Rouge area. Uh, we'll talk about Shreveport, which is the new Bossier City. So mm-hmm. that's gone. Can yeah. we say it again? Gone. Gone. Um, so we'll do Shreveport, and then anything else, any any new plans that we have, you know, we'll kind of we'll, we'll, we'll discuss in depth. But we'll talk about when we do additional data centers, right? Right. Um, and then we'll get into some of, in, in later on podcasts coming up. We'll talk about some of the stuff that we're doing on the Etel residential side. Well, actually, some of this is business as well. Hosted Wi-Fi, voice managed network. Yeah. Michael is just rip roaring to talk about this. We won't be able to shut him up because he's going to want to talk about nothing but managed Wi-Fi all the time. Which actually is pretty interesting because we started looking at uh, some new vendors for Wi-Fi. Um, Ubiquity. Ubiquity. Ruckus. Uh, Ruckus, yeah. So yeah. this is all stuff that's, that's really cool. Well, now let me ask you a question. Every once in a while I'll see a Ruckus sticker on a car. Is that the same? They're not like going, ooh, that's Wi-Fi, right? Is that another – then they're like another company. It's like a Ruckus company. They make maybe like – Like a sleeping bag or something. <laughs> a sleeping bag or something <laughs> or camping gear. I don't know if I've like, ever heard of that before. Well, I was, I was driving home one day and I saw a Ruckus sticker on the back of a car. I was like – like, did it just say ruckus or did it have like an icon or something? No, it was just, it was like a little ruckus icon. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily put a Wi Fi manufacturer sticker on the back of my car, but maybe, you know. Was it spelled the same way? Yeah. R U C K U S? Yep. That's how you spell it. Ruckus. Yeah, yeah ruckus. I don't know. It's a word. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll have you come in, and we'll we'll definitely discuss that. Yeah, talk uh, about the hosted voice product, the managed networking product that that we're offering today. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of information. That'll be cool. Awesome. Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, some of our residential products, right? So television, internet, fo- um, home phone, right? Automation, some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm actually security. using security. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. using. So uh, here in Baton Rouge, uh, I'm using the Etel. Um, alarm.com solution for home security. Nice. Right? And a lot of people don't know. And in fact, I had one of my neighbors go, I didn't think I could get, you know, Etel at, in Baton Rouge. And I was like, well, it's over the top. And he's like, what's over the top? And I had to yeah. explain that really as long as you have an internet connection, you know, anywhere, we can service your home. So we don't care if you're in Baton Rouge, Port Allen, Zachary, Alaska, Cucamonga, right? right? Well, I don't know if we can do Cucamonga or Alaska, but... 
I bet we can. Yeah. We probably could. With Faces help, man. We so can anyway, make anything work. We can make anything work. So um, we'll talk about home automation, some of the things we're doing uh, with on that front, some of my experience I've had with home automation. I may talk about some products that I'm using. Um, I think that'll be you know be cool. Maybe we'll have some other people come in and, and talk about specifically what they're doing in that in that area, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh this going to wrap up. I think this podcast. I mean, yeah, this this is gonna be exciting, man. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Well, um, so with that, uh, you can find us on the Apple iTunes Store. Just search for uh, Venue or Etel Business Podcast. We're also available on Stitcher Radio because there are some people out there who are on Android. Mike, I'm sorry. So ruckus. if you don't want ruckus, <laughs> so if you don't want to, if you're not an Apple person, right, not into the whole ecosystem, mm-hmm. uh, go find us on Stitcher Radio. There's a channel there that actually links to our RSS feed, and you get the same content that if you were. all of our old data is out there. Yeah, all of our old data is out there. So if you want to go back and listen to other podcasts or whatever, and we have 53 other podcasts, right, Right. that we've done over the last years, right? Good stuff to catch back up on. So check us out on those two sites for the audio. Also, uh, check us out on our website, www.etailbusiness.com or etail.com slash business. Right. Right. And uh, we're going to try and do these podcasts maybe once, maybe twice a month, maybe. We'll yeah. see how kind of things go and what the cadence is. If we can get them done more, great. Uh, we want to keep the show time about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, so we're not going to stretch out for like two hours, right? Yeah. Um, so it'll be right size for people to drive on a commute and listen to us. Well, we better slow Michael down then because he's been talking a lot today. We've got to <laughs> slow Michael down. Well, I look forward to it. Will, thanks for inviting me along. Well, this will be a fun trip. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks.